this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of this podcast, this series of podcasts, is to support and empower you to look at who you are as a spiritual being, questioning reality, who you are as a human being, questioning reality, and figuring it out. How do you integrate? How do you integrate what's true and which true is true? And how do you decide what to do about all that? Uh, In the previous podcast, I was talking about questioning reality uh, and that the spiritual immersion process is really about um, looking at where we put meaning, looking at where we put uh, truth, where we make belief about things, and then live into that belief. Uh, Generally speaking, when people treat us wrong or we've been abandoned by people that are significant to us, abandoned or betrayed or oppressed or hurt, damaged, damaged as in wounded, uh, we make believe that it's about us, that there's something wrong with us, that we don't deserve love or we don't deserve merit or we don't deserve to be deserved and valued. And we make those things up. (laughs) We do. Uh, Because people treated us a certain way. And then we decided because they treated us that way, that must be true about us. And then we live that way for the, quite often for most of us, the rest of our life. So most often in, we you know, we call, uh, there's a period of time where we call, we have a midlife crisis, where we begin to look at the meaning that we've assigned to certain things in life, like money, work, family, children, um, those things that are um, part of our consensus reality, but may not be our path. Uh, might might include religion or sexuality, um, all kinds of things that we have made believe about, and it doesn't work. Our, those beliefs aren't, in, in a sense, honoring the truth about ourselves. In the previous podcast, I, I mentioned that um, a long, long, long time ago, whether it was this lifetime or previous lifetime, I came to believe that I was unlovable. And the stories I kept running in my head and the memories I kept holding on to were the ones that let let me be right about the fact that I'm unlovable, as opposed to um, having a belief that, no, in fact, I'm very lovable. And it doesn't matter if anybody loves me, I love me. And I'm loved by creation. I'm part of the universal source of all that is. I'm part of that. And I know that I'm loved in that regard. And if I know I'm loved in that regard, what's the point of holding on to these realities, these beliefs that have me be anything but that love, be that light, be that joy, be that rapture? What, what's the point? And at some point, we uh, are usually suffering or in pain in some way, whether it's stress-related, disease-related, job-related, family, love, whatever it is, we get to a point where we go, I'm suffering so much. I can't stand it. I have to make a different choice. And it's terribly difficult to choose to, to follow your own truth. It's, it's much easier to try to stay in consensus reality. It's easier in terms of, well, everybody else is doing it. I'll do it too. You know, it's another 10 years and then I'll retire and then I'll do whatever I want. But that's a 10 year, <laughs> that's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. Even one year is a long time to give up of your life. When you get, I'm 68. And so you get to this point, it's like, there's no time to waste on um, pathetic um, 
victim or uh, settling for less and suffering, settling, suffering, and surviving, this life may be very short. You don't know. And so how do you choose to make that shift? It's very difficult. I think it's the most difficult thing in the world to go, this isn't working for me and I need to make a difference for myself. And at that point, you can get get support from a therapist, a coach, um, a spiritual guide, uh, uh, friends, uh, groups such as AA, other fellowships, uh, because quite often we are dealing with addictions, addictions to um, habits of, of sub- substance abuse. For many people, because they're in in this consensus reality and they, they, they say, this is what it is, I just have to take drugs or medication or substances, alcohol or, or food, something, so that I can um, manage and cope. Uh, some people use pornography. Some people use debting or gambling or uh, all kinds of things that people use to help them uh, with their suffering. And the other option is to say, okay, I'm done with suffering. I'm going to find a way through this to the other side where I'm in serenity. And that's the whole point of all 12-step programs is to help people and support and empower people to go through what they need to go through to get to the other side of ser- into serenity and peace. And it's, it's a, a lifelong process. So if you think, oh, you're going to get there, you're going to arrive and you'll be there, you know, like your destination to, when you're going on a holiday, it's not that. It will never be that, but it will be better and better and better and to experience greater and greater degrees of trans- tranquility and, and peace and joy. It's, it's, it may not be 100%, but it's probably a whole bunch more than what you're experiencing right now. And to make that decision over and over again towards your destination of peace and tranquility and serenity, that's a big deal. And that's why a lot of the slogans in AA programs or 12-step programs is like one day at a time. Keep it simple because it's very, very challenging to, to decide that the way that you've been doing it, the what you've been believing, how you've been in the world, it's not working. And again, I've, I've mentioned this many times that you're not alone in this. Obviously, there's millions of people all over the world that uh, go to AA meetings or 12-step meetings or other fellowships or spiritual groups, um, you know, cancer survivors or um, chronic pain survivor groups, uh, any kind of situation that you're in, there's a group, a support group for you. And that's a good thing. So my point here is that you um, getting to that point of questioning and saying, I don't want to suffer like this anymore. Then you have a point of, a a way of handling this that can get you some support rather than doing it alone. It's really, really important. Um, I happened to watch a movie last night on Netflix called 28 Days, and uh, Sandra Bullock plays this woman who's uh, in total denial that she's got a, any kind of uh, drug or uh, alcohol addiction. And she finally gets to a point where it's like, I can't, you know, I just jumped out the window because I had some Vicodin on the, the ground over there. You know, what kind of healthy person would jump out the window to get some Vicodin? 
And she that was at the point where she goes, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't deny that I'm in a lot of pain. I can't deny that I've been pretending to be somebody I'm not. And um, and I've been pretending and and hoping that the pain of my, you know, childhood or whatever would just go away. And the thing is, it doesn't. And the spiritual immersion process allows us to um, be held in a, in a supportive environment. And as we're going through the uh, inventory of all the times that we've been hurt and harmed and what we made belief about that, when we've been harmed and hurt and we make ourselves wrong because somebody else hurt us, that's something we decided about ourselves, not what was true. And it's a very sad situation. It's a very sad and hard part of our human existence that this occurs over and over again. And I believe the point is, is that at some point, for some people earlier, some people not earlier, they go, wait a minute, I'm not putting up with this anymore. I, I'm stopping this. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go do something that feels much more in alignment with who I am. And that's a spiritual immersion process. So it's not necessarily about uh, um, the cultivation of spirituality is in a sense cultivating um, that relationship with yourself that has higher principles of, of love and truth and respect and honor for self and others in that you begin to work those steps. You begin to work into those beliefs and principles versus the principle of um, I'm miserable and I will always be miserable and so I better get used to it. So it's that choice that we have to make to, to, um, to be um, true to ourselves. And then comes, comes some hard work. But at least you've, the biggest decision has been made that I need help. And I can't do this alone. And I'm not going to go through this suffering anymore. I'm not going to go through the suffering anymore. Like what a great thing to do for yourself. <laughs> to say I'm not doing it. And that's what this is about, little by little. So my work in the world is um, not only do I do podcasts and write books, but I am a transformational life coach. And I support and empower people like you to um, go through this process so that you can, um, I empower you to empower yourself to make things, these things happen for yourself and make these changes that you, you want so desperately. And I so desperately want for you. So um, if you're interested in some coaching at some point, um, give me a, a, an email. Send me an email at rosyattheparadigmshifts.com. You can go on my website, theparadigmshifts.com, and look at um, all. There's a lot of blogs and a lot of videos and other resources that may be of value to you. You'll see my books there, too, that can be of value to you. So um, I really encourage you to... Um, be in that question of what is it I really, really want in my life. And I want it enough that I'm going to make it happen for myself. May not be today, but I'm going to make it happen. All right. Big hugs to you all. Bye for now. <laughs>